Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, January 22nd, and we have completed week three of 2023. Are you enjoying this podcast? Does this podcast help you stay in the know? If so, be sure to tell someone else about it today. We think that they'll appreciate it and thank you for informing them. Now, let's get to the headlines. U.S.-based agency air ticket sales in 2023 reached $95.3 billion, a 16% increase year over year, and the highest since the record $97.4 billion reported in 2019. This is according to the Airline Reporting Corporation. Total 2023 passenger trips was up 9% year-over-year to 268 million trips. Domestic trips increased 5% to 167 million, while international trips were up 15%, up to 101 million. The average price of a U.S. domestic round-trip ticket was $542. Last year's electronic miscellaneous document sales, which includes fees for such ancillary products such as upgraded seats and checked bags, increased 71% over 2022, to $280 million. Total EMD transactions were more than $4.3 million, up 56% over 2022 figures. U.S. domestic business travel volume is projected to remain below pre-pandemic levels at least until 2026, while total business travel spending both domestic and international is not forecast to recover before 2028. This is according to a forecast released Wednesday by the U.S. Travel Association and prepared by Tourism Economics. U.S. travel projects business travel volume and spend each to continue to grow year-over-year through 2027, the last year of the forecast but at a declining rate each year. Global business travel spending is projected to reach $265 billion in 2024, nearly 87% of 2019 levels. By 2027, it's expected to reach $282 billion, 92% of pre-pandemic levels. The U.S. travel forecast is less optimistic than the one released by GBTA in August 2023. GBTA projected that global business travel spend will exceed 2019 levels by the end of 2024 by about 6%. During 2023, the TSA intercepted a total of 6,737 firearms at airport security checkpoints, preventing them from getting into secure areas of the airport and the aircraft. Approximately 93% of the firearms were loaded. This total surpasses the previous year's record of 6,500 firearms stopped at the checkpoints and is the highest one-year total in TSA's history. In 2023, TSA screened more than 858 million individuals, which indicated that the agency intercepted 7.8 firearms per million passengers, a drop of 8.6 per million in 2022. When a firearm is detected, TSA security officers immediately contact law enforcement who remove the passenger and the firearm from the checkpoint area. Depending on local laws, the law enforcement officer may arrest or cite the passenger. In addition, any action taken by law enforcement, the TSA will find passengers who bring a firearm to the TSA checkpoint 
with a civil penalty of approximately $15,000 and revoke their TSA pre-check eligibility for at least five years. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. A federal judge has blocked JetBlue's planned acquisition of Spirit Airlines, ruling with the U.S. Department of Justice over anti-competitive concerns. The deal, which was announced in the summer of 2022, would have created the fifth largest airline in the U.S. The ruling that came from U.S. District Judge blocked the merger because the deal would have violated the core principle of antitrust law, which is protecting the market from anti-competitive harm. Eliminating Spirit, which is the largest ultra-low-cost airline in the U.S., would drive up fares for the consumers, even though the combined airline would still be smaller than the U.S. big legacy airlines, according to the judge. JetBlue will now have to decide whether or not it wants to appeal the ruling. In similar news, JetBlue Airways told staff this week that it will cut some of the routes and service as it struggles to return to profitability and grapples with the fallout of the block plan to buy Spirit Airlines. JetBlue said it will stop flying from JFK to Portland, Oregon, and to San Jose, California, and from Westchester, New York, and Martha's Vineyard. The airline will also suspend service from New York to Puerto Rico and Milwaukee, Wisconsin in October. The airline said it will instead focus on leisure routes, adding service throughout the Caribbean and to Paris. Alaska Airlines has extended cancellations of flights of its Boeing 737-9 MAX while inspections continue following the January 5th incident. The airline has 65 Boeing 737-9 MAX aircraft, making up about 20% of its fleet, and has been canceling between 110 and 150 flights daily. In addition, the FAA is investigating the incident and grounded all the planes across the airlines, impacting 171 airplanes worldwide. Alaska Airlines has a flexible travel policy in effect for those impacted by the flight cancellations and said that they're notifying those whose flights were canceled and working to reaccommodate them. Let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. Meetings and technology company Civet announced it has acquired two trade show technology companies, Group Meeting Scheduling Tool Jiffle Now and Lead Capture Solution iCapture. Financial terms of the deals were not disclosed. With the acquisition of Jiffle Now's technology, Civet offers new capabilities for organizations to plan and book group meetings during event and trade show and enable previously offline conversations to be tracked and actioned after the event ends. Through Siemens' acquisition of iCapture, customers can boost lead volume during and after trade shows through a standardized system that meets organizations' unique lead capture needs. The acquisition announcements come as in-person events have returned as a critical channel for driving growth, according to Siemens. Ida Airways and All Nippon Airways have signed a code share agreement to connect their networks. Effective January 24th, the new commercial partnerships will provide enhanced connectivity via the airline's respective hubs in Rome and Tokyo Haneda, as well as allow travelers to use a single ticket when traveling between Italy and Japan. Coach share flights between Italy and Japan are now on sale via the airline's respective websites, reservation systems, and travel agencies. Including the deal with ANA, ITA Airways has established 34 coach share agreements since launching in 2021. Event booking platform Hubly will displace sustainability certification and accreditation data for venues from sustainability data management startup Because under a new partnership. Because has gathered hotel sustainability data from more than 60 accredited bodies worldwide. Through the certifications, Hubly users will be able to see more granular information such as carbon emissions, water consumption, EV charging stations in real time. Hubly has allowed venues to upload third-party sustainability accreditation 
while also connecting to environmental venue certification bodies such as Green Key. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. Hilton Worldwide's new rewards program for small and mid-sized businesses is now accepting interested clients. The news of availability for Hilton for Business follows the hotel company's original announcement in October alongside plans for an in-person events program dubbed Small Meetings and Events Packages. Through Hilton for Business, member SMEs gain access to discount rates across Hilton's global portfolio of more than 7,400 properties and can earn rewards and milestone bonuses through the Hilton Honors Loyalty Program. Through Hilton for Business, SME travel administrators can register themselves and their companies through their own Hilton Honors account to utilize the program's self-servicing travel bookings and management system. SAS has added a new transatlantic route between Copenhagen and Atlanta, and it will start on June 17th, increasing its North American destinations to nine. The Nordic airline will operate daily service between Copenhagen and Atlanta using the Airbus A330 aircraft. SAS is also increasing frequencies between Denmark and North America this summer with flights between Copenhagen and JFK and will complement the existing daily service from Stockholm and Copenhagen to Newark Airport. The president and CEO of SAS said that the new destination, through an agreement with Delta Airlines, passengers can continue their journey on other Delta-served destinations out of Atlanta. German-based car rental company Six has agreed to purchase up to 250,000 vehicles by 2026 from manufacturer Stellantis with the first deliveries to take place as early as the first quarter of 2024. The value of the deal was disclosed only as a multi-billion euro agreement. The six deliveries will include electric vehicles, which aligns with its goal to decrease the CO2 footprint of its rental fleet and reach its share of 70-90% electrified vehicles in Europe by 2030. Stellantis is on track to become a carbon net zero corporation by 2030 with a single-digit percentage compensation for remaining emissions. The company achieved global revenue growth of almost 20% in the first nine months of 2023. Now in some technology news. TMC technology provider TripStacks has agreed to a contract to provide its services to U.S.-based travel management firm Tangerine Travel. Tangerine Travel, which has its headquarters in Seattle, serves corporate, leisure, luxury, and meetings and incentive clients. The technology deal will see UK-based TripStacks provide its stack of proprietary travel management modules to Tangerine Travel. TripStacks was launched only two years ago when it was spun off as a standalone company by owner ATPI. Since then, TripStacks has been doing deals such as the acquisitions of TapTrip and HotelZone, as well as forging partnerships with Lufthansa Citigroup, Journey, and Thrust Carbon. Sabre announced that it signed a multi-year agreement with Hawaiian Airlines that will keep Hawaiians Edifact and NDC content on the platform. Sabre said that it and Hawaiian worked closely to integrate HA Connect NDC content in the Sabre GDS, making it available to the users by the end of the year. Aside from that, the agreement also marks the end of a lawsuit that Sabre brought against Hawaiian Airlines over its GDS surcharge in 2022, though the two did not provide details of that suit settlement. Hawaiian Airlines is currently in the midst of being acquired by Alaska Airlines for $1.9 billion. In the wake of Alaska Airlines flight Saturday, when the door plug flew off the 737 MAX plane, Kayak reports seeing a 15-fold increase of its use of the aircraft filter by travelers who want to know the type of aircraft they'll be on before booking. 
Following the spike, the Meta Search Engine platform moved the filter up on its platform so that it'll be more visible to users. It also added the ability for users to search by 737-8 MAX and 737-9 MAX aircraft models. Before, the 737 MAX models were listed in one group. The Meta Search company created the aircraft filter in 2019 on the heels of the March 2019 Ethiopian flight and Lions Air flight that crashed. Both incidents involved Boeing 737 MAX planes. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, my God.